to Turkish TV time. Today we're going to be talking about season three, episode four, where kind of not much happened, but a lot was revealed, I guess. So it'll be interesting to talk about. And I am drinking uh, Diet Coke. Uh, it's it's tea-like. And Sophia seems to be eating dinner. No, I'm having a snack. A dessert snack, I guess. What are you having? I'm having some fruit. Not that interesting. This is fruit. It has no name. <laughs> Fine, I'm having some berries. I'm having strawberries. So, like, okay, we're getting a little more specific. Okay. <laughs> Eski, any tea? I haven't any tea. I had tea again about two hours earlier. That's usually my that's my goal before the pod. Two hours before have tea fuel myself until we record and then crash after it's a good it's a good lifestyle yeah that's a good plan it doesn't work out so well for this section but in general it's good it's true it does have its flaws (laughs) i just got some mexican hot chocolate mix that i'm really excited about having tonight nice what are the steps involved do you have just like with just milk add milk or yeah it's like swiss miss but with mexican hot chocolate flavors oh damn nice that would have given you some serious uh, pod beverage credit, but yeah, I yeah. know. Damn it! Make sure you make it with milk, though. I yeah. don't like. I guess that's another good discussion. Like, what team are you? Like, Swiss Miss with water or Swiss Miss with milk? Oh no, you have to use. Also milk. tells you, yeah, obviously, but some people use water. That's ridiculous. Another team to be on. <laughs> I guess. All right, so now Sophia and her berries are going to take us through what happened in this episode. Okay, so this episode was interesting. I have to confess, I kind of zoned out in that first part with the whole prediction or whatever. (laughs) So that part might not be the most accurate, but anyway... So we start with the Oracle, um, like giving Hakan some sort of prediction about a key that will bring the apocalypse, which of course we know is the key that Faisal and Ruya have been talking about previously. And Vizier also has been talking about. And basically uh, the Oracle says like, in order to find these pieces of the key, you need to access your ancestors' memories. So that's a new quest for Hakan per usual. And then basically, as we left off last episode, Faisal was in jail. We still weren't sure if he was mortal or not. But basically, we find out he's not because uh, he like wins over everyone in prison by being immortal and standing up to this boss guy who was bossing him around last time around. And so they have this crazy giant riot and Faisal basically kills every single police officer in existence and is able to flee the prison. And so then Hakan figures out that his way to access his family's memories is to like, I guess, die, but with the shirt on and to go to some sort of purgatory. I don't know if they explained that in the Oracle part, but I got really confused as to where he gained that information. Anyway... So Ruya is still like staying with Zainab and she's kind of like sad and they're kind of like building this relationship and Zainab is like trying to show her that she cares about her. She has all the mirrors covered and everything kind of to protect her. And so then after Faisal escaped from prison, he got home 
and we see that his safes are empty. Um, we don't know exactly what was in the safe, but then we see something weird, and I guess we can discuss this later, but all the mirrors, of course, in his house are also covered, but weirdly, like, one mirror speaks to him through the cloth, and it's Vizier, and he's asking for a name. So I don't know what that name is either. You guys can compliment me if there's anything that I missed clearly and is a question that's not a question. So then Hakan finds this plan. He has Burak drown him in this sort of kind of fountain thing. And Burak, you know, just has him there and his um, symbol starts to light up and then he is able to access the memories and he goes back to our protector friend with the bald cap and that weird mohawk. And he says, um, well, he sees that this protector gave his loyal ones, like each one piece of the key, he cut the key in four. And he got it, like, as we heard from the Oracle at, at first, he got it from when Vizier was killed. Like, he killed Vizier, and then he got the key. And so, basically, we find out that he cuts it up in pieces. And then there's this scene where he's about to go up to the room where he has Vizier's dead body. And, like, is going to turn him around and see his face. But right at that moment, like, Nissan walks in and, and says to Burak, like, what are you doing? You're killing Hakan, like, don't do this. So she, like, interrupts everything, of course. Since Ezgi had kind of given us some clues about the situation, which we can discuss later. And so then Zainab obviously is still, like, scheming against Ruya or, like, trying to get information from her. So she purposefully leaves mirrors uncovered in the house and of course vizier talks to ruya and says like i know that you stole the keys and faisal is out of prison and ruya gets really anxious i guess because this information has been revealed and now she's mortal and she's a target so then uh hakan and zainab get all the loyal ones together and tell them about these keys and apparently all of them have a tattoo that's a key and that's the reason why and so nissan comes like kind of interjects in the meeting and says she has a solution to kind of get Hakan to access his memories that's safer she says um so Zainab of course is upset that Nissan is like here to stay and they have like like she decides she's really pissed off she decides to leave the room and then she and Burak have this kind of weird conversation of course which is classical of this tv show at this point which is like let's just make up some like sexual tension where there is none. So they have Burak and Zainab uh, flirting and Burak saying like, oh, I can see you're jealous of Nissan and, and Hakan and whatever. So of course that tells us that something is going to happen about that later on. And so basically Nissan like has this thing where they have to get a poison, like a mandrag or a plant or something in like a right dosage to get Hakan to like go into that state again. And so they decide to break into this garden. And of course they do it on a full moon. And of course they're sitting romantically and quietly in a bench. And of course they're making out by the end of the episode or like at some point. And then of course, uh, Zainab is very angry about the whole Nissan Hakan situation and about Burak kind of putting her, his finger in the wound, I guess, and calling her out for her feelings. So she decides to go clubbing with Ruya and says like, oh, getting drunk is like one of the most mortal pleasures, which you're missing out on, which again, um, we can talk about in the bench section. 
Um, but basically, like, they get drunk and they dance and whatever. And Zainab, in the end, gets Ruya to record those messages for Faisal, um, where basically she says, like, she wishes him the worst. And they're going to video to Faisal. And through the video, apparently, Zainab manages to get a private number for Faisal they didn't have previously for plot reasons again. And so she, like, Zainab sends Ruya to, to the, the apartment because she kind of hears something weird. So she goes around with her gun and sees that Budok is, like, watching them from a car. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you, like, looking at, like, going after me, whatever? He's like, oh, you were two women alone. I have to take care of you, whatever. And, like, Zainab once again calls him a thief, which is her favorite pastime. And of course, their faces get inevitably close and they end up making out and possibly having sex, I think. I think their scene is like much more indicative that they definitely had sex. Basically, they decide... Oh, so in her whole like friendly thing with Ruya slash we don't know what's really a scheme and what's really friendly, she to tell Ruya, like, I have to get you out of here. So tomorrow you're taking an air, like an airplane from the airport, whatever, and we're sending this video to Faisal to like basically like lure him into the airport and they plan this of course also with the loyal ones later on so they decide to all meet up in the airport and of course Faisal does show up he desperately of course wants to get the missing key pieces that Ruya stole because he basically kind of I guess is indebted to them to Vizier or like owes them to Vizier and so he's there and he has like now he got an army of goons like after the whole show, they couldn't get a, a freaking army of goons, but now he has... Finally, Eski must be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so they, like, get into this confrontation, and then, of course, Vizier is, like, somewhere hidden, shooting his arrows, and he shoots uh, this girl who's the animal rights activist. I forget her name, because she's kind of a very insignificant character in any case. I don't remember her name either. What the hell? <laughs> no idea, but her outfit is really dumb. <laughs> But she's the first person who's actually shown a genuine, like, pain reaction. Like, the, if you see the veins in her forehead, they're, like, really sticking out. Like, she's actually in pain, it seems, for once. <laughs> and so <laughs> so we see Vizier, whatever, um, shooting his very deadly arrows. And Hakan very uh, dashingly stands in front of this uh, animal rights activist girl and takes an arrow for her rather than a bullet. And so he decides to chase after Vizier and weirdly vizier is like very not agile um which of course for one they decided to explain those sorts of things on the show and basically turns out it's not vizier and the there it's like some random guy like i guess i don't know what you would call him but like he's basically like a suicidal follower (laughs) but he's like willing to die like i guess a kamikaze in some way if that's something you can say i don't know anyway Basically, he, like, says, like, Vizier is not this easy to catch, and, like, I'm gonna die now, but he'll he'll make me immortal afterwards, and whatever. And so they find out that, of course, Vizier did do the one thing that we all talked about them doing previously, which is getting an army of people and making them immortal in some way. And then, oh, so then finally, Nissan is able to put uh, Hakan in that trance or whatever and he goes back and he's like finally turns around Vizier 
and like is about to look into his face and then some weird like bugs i don't know come out like it's a there's no face and he wakes up and we see a flash of like uh the vizier's um coin or like like a coin with his insignia on it in nissan's backpack so of course Ezgi's prediction or I guess not prediction but like pushing us in a certain direction about certain characters um is definitely pointing at one particular character at this point hey I didn't I pushed you toward yeah two characters who just came out of nowhere it wasn't that (laughs) spoiler it was like y'all should have been looking true it's true we also didn't know they were big in in Turkey so right in our defense (laughs) All right, awesome. So now we'll move on to the banter slash spilling the non-existent tea section. Just like in general, I, I really enjoyed the playing between Burak and Nissan of like who's going to be the bad guy in this episode. Burak was just popping up in a lot of places that made us uncomfortable I feel like like him with the water like in the you know when Hakan wanted to be kind of in the in-between so we could time travel and Burak was like the one keeping him there. I remember when I first watched that this episode I was like oh no oh no he's gonna find a way to kill his ass. (laughs) Right. That was sketchy, and then the, like, I couldn't decide if the Burak having sex with Zeynep or Nissan refusing to kiss Hakan, which one was eviler, yeah. you know? Yeah, Nissan. What a hoe. And her whole, <laughs> she has, like, the little sad bird look or whatever. Like, whole, like, my whole life is so dramatic and the basic Instagram, which I will never tired of talking about look at my instagram <laughs> how did she make the instagram she's been busy being vizier this whole time she's been, yeah busy also being immortal is she vizier though or is she a goon she's vizier come on she definitely is because he wakes up from the trance and he's like vizier and then she's like oh shush 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 but, but you know, in, in the subtitles, they say he like wakes up and he's like the vizier, which is like much less obvious. I feel like true, mm. true. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's her. <laughs> Everything in this episode was just so funny and crazy. First, like the whole um, Faisal prison break. Like, how do they explain that in the news? <laughs> like, he's just making himself really obvious after hiding for centuries like is he just gonna go out with a bang or like what's the idea (laughs) i don't know he also decided he doesn't care about humans anymore which like he's never really been that hard to keep up with his morals yeah (laughs) but i was so glad that he beat up that bully and that the bully is now calling him my lord that was awesome (laughs) (laughs) yeah he it seems like he finally got his shit together he got over who yeah yeah, he's moved on to, like, the anger stage. Uh-huh. I, like, also was wondering if Vizier's now going to become, like, a shapeshifter or something. Like, he can, well, since he can shift into any image, like, reflection, maybe he can shift into, like, real bodies that are different. I don't know, because Nissan just seems, like, physically so 
like non-threatening looking that I think it's weird. Also, the voice is male when they've shown his voice, haven't they? Have they shown his no, voice? No. Yeah. This is on who's talking. The Tunan scene. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Well, she must have used... Oh. When he's on the megaphone changer. thing. Or like some dude with a goon. Could be a goon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was also wondering, like, can she... Can she use the face's power and still be, like, present in the moment? And like be talking to people, or mm. is she like totally zoned, tranced out when she's doing the mirror shit? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, that would explain why she's never around when everyone else is huddled up and having yeah, important discussions. That's true, it takes a lot of time torturing people in mirrors. <laughs> My God, I just want to rub it in your guys' faces for a second that the abs are back. <laughs> I, w- I had that in my notes <laughs> I feel so bad for Hakan I guess it's just his face looks really chubby he's a little he's not chubby the face, but he's definitely got abs and I'm very happy about it <laughs> he's the same as me he has a very round and chubby face I guess <laughs> you just couldn't stand another person like that <laughs> Like, it can only be me with the adorable chubby cheeks. <laughs> also, let's just talk about how Zainab says that being drunk is one of the pleasures of being a human. Like, what? Yeah, it's like, what? Oh, girl. I mean, to be honest, during that scene, I was kind of like, wow, like, I would really like to go out and get drunk with my girlfriends right now. It's been a really long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but not that like they're getting drunk like that. Well, intense. also, did you notice that she she did a tequila bomb? Like tequila and beer? That's not a thing. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I know that's, that's probably a thing. No. Yeah. I've definitely done What's that. It yeah. I don't know. So a tequila like, bomb, probably. Tequila. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've never done that. I've done an Irish car bomb. There's Me a Jaeger bomb. There's a sake bomb. I don't think there's a tequila bomb. That just seems like a really big mistake. Why would there be? I mean, there. I feel like put it in people like would basic white people would put in Corona. It would be like a thing. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good drink, and I bet you could come up with a good name for it too. I mean, especially in 2020, I'm sure someone would come up with something very offensive or questionable. <laughs> at the very- oh God. <laughs> Mm. also like I'm, I was very confused about how Zainab was acting in that scene because I wasn't sure if she's like really like sad or like I don't know heartbroken I guess about Hakan like leaving her on the side or if she like really was trying to like build that rapport with Ruya and then I don't know like get them closer together which just made me remember that I forgot something on the in the recap that's okay <laughs> which was that part where she like Ruya catches Zainab and she's like I'm on to you and she says but Faisal deserves to die more than you do so if you kill Faisal I'll give you the keys which is a great like win-win situation for us right there's nothing bad about True. that deal <laughs> although there, it's gonna it's hard for to kill Faisal I saw. I feel like it's gonna be hard. Hakan had him on the ropes before he needed to, as you say, dashingly dive in front of the arrow. 
That was so funny. That was so funny. Also, like, what do you guys think of? I guess it's like a nice wrap up to that arc of like Ruya and Hop and uh, what's this guy's name? Faisal being happily, like, being happy, becoming mortal, and like having kids. And then, like, the end of the arc is him being like, you be mortal, you die. Um, and I'll just keep living unhappily for eternity or die at some point. I mean, I like that they're at odds. I wish it was a little more equal. Like, I wish they were both going after each other a little more aggressively rather than him having all the power and her, like, having to make deals with Zainab. Yeah. I mean, he definitely, like, fucked her over really horribly. Yep. But she loves being mortal. She loves getting <laughs> drunk off of tequila bombs. I mean, that was the best night of her thousand-plus-year life. Like, yeah, you know, that's really, really sad. So Faisal, that is really sad. That's a really big insult to Faisal. <laughs> <laughs> and to just, like, the concept of, like, being all-powerful and mortal is like, holy shit, like, your one night of being a drunk mortal is like and didn't everything. she have fun that night like rabble rousing with Levant just like running around totally. punching people yeah but I'm she sure get she drunk. I guess she liked being I guess she liked being numb I think she might have some drug problems no. in her future <laughs> god probably not a very long future yeah true <laughs> she's doomed she's definitely doomed I did like Zainab and Ruya as like friends like I could watch more of that. That was fun. Yeah, I wonder if, like, is going to continue to live with Zainab, like, now that everything's gone on, or if she's just going to find her own place. Is Zainab living there? <laughs> I think so. No, I think it's, like, an extra. I think it's, like, a safe house, almost. Isn't it her old apartment that she destroyed in one episode? Is that one? I don't think she lives there, though. I have no idea. Regardless. But no, but she did say at some point she was like, just call if you need me or something like that. So she's got to be nearby. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they do live in the same house because when she's like talking to the mirror, Zainab is like hiding out in one of the rooms. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. How do we feel about the key being the new quest? Gotta have a quest. (laughs) I mean, at least this one like has been going on for a while yeah like at least there's been some evidence of the key in the past i know i I honestly can't believe that they brought that key tattoo back around from the first episode that's like unbelievable for this show very commendable yep curious i do want to know like there's some real like lord of the rings vibes happening and and i'm wondering why we can't just melt the key down Ooh, throw it in the bosphorus exactly (laughs) Do any ain't nobody, ain't no immortals, ain't nothing getting that out of there. Like, <laughs> it's so gross down there, nobody's going down there. <laughs> it would kill the immortals to go down there. <laughs> yeah, it would literally be. It was crazy though when she was about to get on that plane, she was like, I've never left Istanbul. Or, like, I mean, what? yeah, you've been around for how long? I feel like they can't though, aren't they like somehow bound to the city? I don't think they are. But also, where did she come from? Like, is their world, like, just like a other version of Istanbul? It's under the Bosphorus. It's Atlantis? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's another, I think it's like another dimension, because, like, that key is going to open up, like, a portal. It's not like, 
Well, it's either two things. It's either actually hell, like it's going right. to open up the gates to hell, right. or it's either, like another planet or universe or something. But the obsession with Istanbul, again, from the beginning, I think I've said this, I don't, I mean, I get it, kind of, but I also don't get why, like, in the present day, they wouldn't be focused on world domination. Yeah, their motives are not super well explained. Yeah. But they're all a little crazy, so maybe they don't have really great reasoning skills. Just a species of kind of insane, undying creatures. It happens. (laughs) How did you guys feel about the return of Hakan's Grand Bazaar flirting? Oh my god. <sighs> Why? I, when you said it, the eye roll, you could hear me roll I my could, eye. I could, I could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, I mean, everything about those scenes was stupid. Like, the whole, like, them flirting in the garden and then some weird, really fake fireflies flying around. Dude, the fireflies. <laughs> I thought they were going to, like, why? converge around his head and attack him or something. Otherwise, why were they there? <laughs> why? Like, is that a thing that fireflies would congregate around a particular no. plant? Like, I feel like this, they don't do no. that. I mean, they would, uh, like, if, I guess bugs converge around light. That's the only thing that makes sense. So then other bugs would converge around the fireflies with fireflies. <laughs> Do we think fireflies flew out of that nasty-ass hood in his <laughs> time? That was so gross. These props people oh are so obsessed with bugs. Like, they need to go to a therapist. I don't understand. <laughs> At least it wasn't fucking locusts. Oh yeah, locusts would have been way grosser. Yeah. Or like uh, scarab beetles. Like in the moment. Did she cause him to see those bugs by giving him that particular special poison? Ooh. Like she obscured her face? I think I've she definitely is controlling him that because it's not in her best interest for him to know. Right. It doesn't make sense for that her. That she know. is a vizier. Yeah. But I'm very, I'm very confused. Like as to how they, they've kept vizier so masculine and everything. And now, like, I'll, I guess that's to distract you from knowing who it is. But I don't know. It's just when they're in the garden, um, they're talking about, like, if they go, could go back in their lives, like, what they would change. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I would trust people less. And I'm like, is that, like, a very indirect way of her saying to Hakan, like, you're an idiot for trusting me? Ooh, I like that. I do think that the the English subtitles fooled us a little bit because they kept saying he for vizier mm. but also like the, the the body like the physical um it looked like bra. i think there were boobs what i think there were really there were boobs on the when the on the ground with mohawk hawk on i don't think so <laughs> i doubt that it can be one of our let's find out. Yeah, <laughs> we'll check Next back in episode. on the boob status. Next episode. No, and the vo- the voice was male in Tunal. Yeah, that's, definitely that you're this. definitely right about. And I'm sure there's new stuff, but I don't I don't remember at all. Like other evidence that they're trying to portray Vizier as a guy. Also, what did you guys make of that stupid phone storyline? Oh my god, why did they have to pay, play that fucking message like six times? Oh. <laughs> like it was uh, it was so it was so well acted, the drunk. I acting. mean really like I really like that actress, but that was so bad. I don't understand <laughs> what was happening. 
And then they played it six times. <laughs> well, but also not only that, but like the the first of all, the loyal ones are just filler for now, which is obnoxious because we've been waiting. For yeah, them they for have so no long. personalities whatsoever. They just like nod and love guns, basically. <laughs> <laughs> they love guns. You're right. They added that characteristic this episode. <laughs> and then they're just like this girl who was very good at forehead acting. <laughs> God. Arrowed <laughs> do you think they picked her uh, out they were like everyone do forehead acting and they're like, you you're the one who's gonna get shot i mean how do you make your the veins in your forehead pop up like that like that girl did <laughs> i think you ask esgi about the viral transmission of crickets <laughs> it happens automatically yes. uh, yeah. <laughs> i'll get a lot of veins popping people probably oh my god that was ugh, I can't. Yo, what was I gonna say? I had such a point, a vein popping point. <laughs> something made you very was angry. Was it I about think. like Nissan's motivations or something? It was it was like again, yeah, it was in the visitor neighborhood for sure. I mean a lot of things are, but it was like related to here, I'm trying to I'm trying to backtrack. We were talking about the crickets and the bugs. Visit. And that garden and the and them flirting. Garden. And whether she could control him with the potion thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like all in that neighborhood of thoughts, but I can't quite I can't quite get there. You'll get there. Oh well. <laughs> when 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 you like look, if you look at your screen and you see me like needing to talk with veins popping out, you'll know <laughs> I, have I look forward to it. <laughs> Are we mad at Zeynep for not realizing that Nissan is sketchy as fuck? Nobody realizes. The loyal ones are also, like, just chilling. Well, they're idiots. We already know that they're going to be idiots. Now we're going to move on into our history section, and today we're going to do something a little bit different. This was suggested by Sophia. We are going to talk about the sci-fi and fantasy tropes that the series has not touched on yet, which will probably be the prediction for what will happen next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, who wants to start? Whoever isn't able to come up with one then just loses, I guess. Oh, no. Oh, this is like a, a real game. Okay. <laughs> it is a real game. I love it. <laughs> okay, I can go first. Okay. They haven't talked about teleportation. Ooh. That's a good one. They haven't talked about space travel. <laughs> um, does, is it only sci-fi? It has to be sci-fi? Or can it be like- I think it could be fantasy too. Like magic fantasy okay yeah i'm thinking like, i'm thinking like like straight up shape-shifting like like you said there's kind of hints of it sophia but not like we haven't seen anyone become someone or something else straight up the reflection thing is like eh, light yeah it's taking me back to the hall of faces in game of thrones i'm like ready yeah. for that yeah i guess they haven't done like the sort of magic where you can move stuff with your head but i feel like vizier must have some weird powers that we haven't heard about yeah that the screenwriters will come up with 
right at the right moment when it makes sense for him to have that power or her. No one's flown yet. <laughs> Although I wouldn't put put it past Hawk on to like jump off a building and open his arms and be like, I'm gonna fly <laughs> or a magic carpet from the Grand Bazaar. <laughs> oh my god. And he'll be like, I'm a grand ba- I'm a grand bazaar or I'm a child of the I'm grand, a grand bazaar, whatever. Bazaar he boy, come at me. Yeah. Come get me, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay it's my turn um mm, i don't know this might be it this might be the end of the game boys you can do it you can do it okay i'm thinking how about has there been like a truly cursed object like something that like like something like the ring and the lord of the rings kind of thing you know that like you want it but like having it kind of destroys you I don't think we have anything like that. The key maybe. I think the key could but we don't become know that, but yeah, story. we don't have anything like that yet. For sure. I mean, the shirt was conveniently weighing on Hakan. Yeah, only like when attempted murders are going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess we haven't encountered like warlocks or witches. There's like the family that enchanted the objects. <laughs> but there's not really like a whole narrative of like people doing magic yeah no robots <laughs> <laughs> so far there's no robots oh man i mean there's there are now goons like barely but there's not like not like a zombie horde there's no zombies that's true there's no zombies yeah i'll leave it at that there's no zombies <laughs> We can all go through the list of like like creatures that aren't on the show. Yeah. There's no rules. There's no there's no magical animals. Like unicorns and stuff. Or like yeah, I guess the crickets are dumb, but they're not magical. Like there's nothing They're dumb, but they're not It would be really cool like it's illogical. If one of the protector's powers was the ability to talk to cats. Imagine how powerful he would be if he could talk to all the streets. He would know everything. Yes. The immortals would have been Damn. gone. They shouldn't have given him the fucking ring. The ring is dumb. Give him some cat talking <laughs> powers. That really, yeah, the ring really is dumb. There's no clones. Although they should <laughs> probably be cloning Hakon. I feel like Levant is like a fake version of a of what a clone would have done on such a show like he's just like a family member who's just fucking yeah up. or like an evil twin yeah y'all i might be <laughs> yeah i think i'm out damn i mean we all knew i would be the one who lost <laughs> i I'm also i'm getting tired of the game so <laughs> I'm throwing a tantrum basically I can't remember what my extremely awesome point was. I, you know, this 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 show is dumb. Whatever. <laughs> oh my god! What a good loser you having are. An, Yeah, and I hate the world moment. <laughs> but yeah, good sport, you know. So it's fine. I looked up some like fantasy tropes. Ooh. Um. And I found the ones that we have not yet encountered. 
the first one where is are they the lucky novice where someone's just like naturally amazing at something because hakan oh just sucks at everything <laughs> yeah we'll never encounter we'll it we'll never encounter sucks. it <laughs> he like weirdly sucks at very specific things and then is great <laughs> at very unexpected things what's he great at yeah, was, was like sometimes was. he's good at fighting and then sometimes yeah. he's shitty at it. He is sometimes <laughs> good at it, but mostly bad. Like when, when he defeated Ruya, like that was unexpected. Then there's the wise mentor. We mm. don't have that. Azra was supposed to be that. No, no, the, but it was the, Kemal. We did have Kemal. He was lovely, but he did. We have the Oracle, I guess, now, although her instructions are very vague. And she's like 16 years old. Yeah, she's 16 years old, which is rough. And then we've never had a, like, here comes the cavalry moment where, like, the hero is saved by the timely arrival of his friends and allies because his friends yeah, and allies like- are useless. <laughs> hasn't, been, hasn't he been saved by Zeynep, though, at some point? He definitely has, but this is more like, you know, like 20 people show up and help you out gotcha that's what i got also no laser guns laser guns are cool they should look into that that is laser a, guns. a cool trope laser guns <laughs> i like no i like the game yeah that was good. i was i was immensely humiliated it was, <laughs> it was we should do a game like that again i like that going to move into our final section which is what the fuck i have a lot of candidates most of them we've discussed already go ahead okay my first one goes out to our uh makeup department i've got what the fuck flashback perfect protector because now he has a giant facial scar a bald cap yeah, and that. a ridiculous he had the facial he's always had the I've never stars. seen it before <laughs> well no one's ever seen this son's nose bump that you play with <laughs> her nose is bizarre okay it's so weird there's like lines on either side of the arch it's so weird I don't know Sammy we don't we can't trust you on these things anymore <laughs> yeah we really can't the boobs the nose what, are you, what kind of games are you playing I don't know but Hakan still has abs, so I don't care what you say. <laughs> My second what the fuck is still the tequila bomb. I understand that it's probably a thing that people drink, but it seems like really a bad decision. Of course, yeah. No one's, no one's arguing with that. What the fuck insects, like yeah. the fireflies, the flies coming out of the helmet, you know. That definitely has boobs, according to Sam. Yes, the headless body has boobs, okay? <laughs> or large pecs, either one. No judgment. It's just Hakan in there, looking, looking jacked, yeah. like you know him to be. <laughs> um, oh, and then where the fuck did they get the money for the private plane reservation? Yes, yes, that was mine. Yes. Like, they're know. rich now? They have a really cute little red pickup truck and 
at a private well, plane. And, and he literally, if you re- if you will recall the dialogue, because I'm sure we all watched this episode within a few hours of yeah. <laughs> recording, <laughs> so we won't remember that Hakan is like sitting at his. Like they're all in the lair that they've you know inha- inhabited as of this season, and they're all se- seated around that giant table. And Hakan just goes, "All right, so we need to you know arrange a private plan." Then he tells the tech geek guy to like get like leak the info to Faisal, Faisal. but there's at no point an order to acquire the funds <laughs> to anyone to arrange the plane. So somehow this plane is just available to them. Maybe what we didn't see in one of the flashbacks is that the old protector was like a really early investor in the stock market. And so he got like the account (laughs) number from the memory flashback and then now they're rich. No, I feel they've always had money because remember that how crazy Nishet's house was and how like Emir's family had this really nice house in the Princess Islands and so did Hakan. Like I feel like money been an issue for them then why were they all like, sleeping in the same hospital bed remember that Zainab had her own apartment which we never knew about until she trashed it Zainab did have a cute apartment that's true it was just Hakan who didn't have a house he was the one in the hospital bed. damn we've been re- rooting for the one percent this whole time oh no Maybe instead of Byzantine Christianity, the immortals actually represent the socioeconomic struggle, the class struggle. Maybe, yes. Yeah, the Byzantine thing, uh, let's revisit that theory real quick. (laughs) What do we think? It's still alive. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just wanted to check. That was a great theory. That would have made a great show. It would have been such a good show. Y'all had so many great points and ideas that would have just made this show so much better than it turned out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when we're given our own uh, show as a result of this podcast, we can implement all these ideas, including laser guns. I don't know before, because they already had the laser with Vizier has like a laser to point his arrows with. Oh yeah, that's true. It was pretty dumb that he was using a crossbow this episode too. Maybe that should be a what the fuck. But it wasn't him. It was that idiot follower. Oh, you're right, you're right. You're right. Run. Who, like, fell trying to jump over the thing. <laughs> I think that's my what the fuck. <laughs> Except it makes sense that it's not Vizier and, like, he probably wanted to get caught. But, like, it also would have been so easy for him so to stupid. duck. It was, like, so high. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why is no one ducking? <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> and also, again, what the fuck to the screenwriters for writing, like, verbalizing. Like, we can see the sexual tension that they're trying to get us to see. Like, I don't see why they have to verbalize it through Budak. And, like, then that really implausible car scene was just really implausible. <laughs> I do like them <laughs> together, though. Like, I'm down for that. I think there's chemistry there. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you sounded convinced it's just boring like it's not really making the story more interesting it's just making it less interesting well it'll be really boring once Hakon finds out and has to sulk about it for like six episodes oh yeah he's gonna cry especially when he finds out that Nissan is like the vizier oh my god <laughs> I wonder how many episodes it's gonna take for that to happen I hope it's not like 20 also, why isn't she like throwing herself all over him 
capitalizing on his apparent affection slash attraction because that wouldn't that make everything stop working? Oh yeah. You know, like when that would make all the shit stop working. Or she could just kill him. And then kill um whatever this woman uh, Ruya and then get the keys and then get out. Right. So I'm saying like like accelerate this love thing that he's clearly got you know going he's on inside target. of him yeah so he likes to take that shirt off for no reason anyway yeah. so just render it either get it off of him in like some kind of a weird like sex thing that you insist that it must be off or or just be like you know render it render it unusable and with love love and then uh <laughs> I'm doing air quotes. No one can see me who's listening to the podcast. Sorry. Um, but yeah, apparently this has been forgotten now, this property. Maybe yeah. it doesn't work for Vizier. Uh, Maybe. there's Yes, we do like to use that as a, a plot device. To that. Vizier has an exception to everything. Yeah. <laughs> Helpful. Any more what the fucks? I think uh, no. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you all for listening. Next episode, we will talk about season three, episode five. And, uh, you know, I'm just hoping that we get another shot of Hawkon's abs because that really made my day. And the, and the hooded boobs. And the hooded, the hooded boobs did not make my day, just to clarify, but they were existent. <laughs> they were there. I, I, really, I really want you to send a screenshot with proof after we finish filming because I am very doubtful oh by the way i was totally able to take a screenshot of netflix i don't know what kind of computer you have yes okay i will work on that and solving the boob mystery before our next episode (laughs) a lot of homework oh my god Um. (laughs) all right thanks everybody